That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time to get down and party. We're in New Orleans for the Saints with an all-star lineup tonight. Get excited. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! It worked for The Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got planted. That's what it is! This court is adjourned. It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy. All right, it's an exciting night tonight. We got the New Orleans Saints. Let's get the party started. Start with the introductions. Look at Justin. He got the party started. He keep his eyes open. Welcome into the studio, jo Judge the Jordan. What's up, Judge, Judge the Jordan? The Jordan. Oh, what is up, everybody? Hey, we got Judge the Jordan. We got uh, Justin Herrera. And it looks like we have a new fantasy jester on staff, just judging by uh, the uh, backgrounds here. Absolutely. Gotta love it. Thank you, the Jordan. Let's also get it started with Justin Jesus Herrera. Welcome to the studio, friend. Jordan, the judge, Jesus, the Justin. Um, we're in the big easy and it ain't going to be easy this year for them Saints when they come marching in. But hopefully they can pick up the W and pick up the win or pick up the playoff appearance this year. Justin got some haterade for every NFC South team thus far. I have to say, getting I think he's just getting the guests fired up, juiced up in the background. I love it. All right, well, don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. We got all of our latest and greatest rankings up. Obviously, they'll be differing as we go through our summer tour, so make sure you go check those out. Also, go to our sponsors. Visit Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double your deposit up to $100. Also, don't forget to go Jazz Sportsbooks. We also got lots of great promos there as well. They differ weekly, so or excuse me, monthly. So use the promo code TSS, so check those out. Also, if you're looking for some great bling for your fantasy, fantasy championship, go to Pro-Am Belts. They got lots of great bling for your title winner. All right, well, I'm going to bid the boys I do for now. We're going to bring in the doc. We'll see them back on the third segment. Let's bring in the doc for the house call. The doctor is in. It's not Fat Tuesday. It's Fat Thursday for the New Orleans Saints. Welcome in for the house call, my friend. Hey, thank you much. Let's start with Alvin Kamara. So he's averaging just under 15 games per season. Last year, however, was the first time in his six-year career that he fell out of the top 10 in PPR, so not a good sign. More important, though, than his medical percent of the bench is going to be his legal percent of the bench, so look out later for Mary Jane Esquire's segment on him regarding his July 31st trial date. Medically, again, just under 15 games per season, he's been solid, so the medical end, we go 20% of the bench. Moving on to Michael Thomas. 
So in the last three seasons, he's played in 10 games. Not great for a guy who didn't miss a regular season game over the previous three seasons and in 2019 was the top receiver. So in 2020, 2021, it was for his medial and high ankle. In 2022, he was shut down after three games because of his dislocated second toe that required surgery to repair. You have him listed at wide receiver 45 in your rankings, which may be the highest of anyone's. I'm going to give him a nod of confidence. We're going to say 30% of the bench, and he's going to be a late round steal in any draft with the TSS fantasy guys. I believe. And lastly, Chris Olive. So in his one season, he played in 15 games. He's been slowed recently by what's being reported as Achilles inflammation, but hopefully that's nothing of long-term significance. His stock probably rose with the arrival of Derek Carr. We're going 45% of the bench. Nice. And if just so you know, it's Chris Olave, but we're not here for an English lesson. As you said, we're here for medical advice. So I appreciate you, my friend. All right, we're going to see you tomorrow. We're going to be in hot Atlanta. Appreciate you, Doc. All righty. Well, let thank you, Doc. We do appreciate you as always. Let's bring in our all-star lineup tonight to talk about the New Orleans Saints. Our next stop on our summer tour, we get ready to hey, party hey. in Louisiana. Move your body to the beat of the New Orleans Saints. What is going on? <laughs> I'm excited tonight. We got. Let's start our introductions tonight. We'll start off with the boys that are back from last season. We'll start off with Mover Smitty. Welcome into the studio, friend. What's up? How are y'all doing? We're doing great. Appreciate you being here. We're getting close to football time, so we're excited. <laughs> also, welcome in Mover Scott. Welcome in, my friend. Thank you for having us again. Uh, I'm making it a tradition to wear my Mover's hat, although I put blue-collar brainstormer and fans saint. So that's a bad omen. <laughs> it should be Saints fan. It's a bad omen. All good. All good, my friend. No worries. Like I said earlier, we're not here for an English lesson. We're good. Let's also welcome in Derek Brown. Welcome into the studio, friend. What's going on, everyone? Uh, I'm excited to sit here. Y'all can't see all my Saints fandom stuff. I got like a, a Nola potato head. I got some Drew Brees <laughs> bobbleheads back here. So look, yeah. Houdad is always live and well in this office. So glad to have, be here and uh. Talk about some Houdat Nation, baby. Love it. Let's go to my sister from another Mr. Nat. Welcome into the studio. What's going on? Uh, I know you can see mine, you know, Houdat Nation. Yes. <laughs> so I'm ready to talk about it. What's, what's up, Coop? Absolutely love it. Thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate you guys being in tonight. Let's talk about last season, right? All right, so we're not going to get too depressing. Let's no. go over it real quick. Saints are 7 and 10 last year third in the nfc's well, nfc at south with a well, a little bit they were tied with the falcons but i believe tiebreakers put them above them offensively let's talk about the stats points per game 22nd in the league 19.4 yards per game 330.8 per game not too bad 18th in the league not horrible passing yards per game 217.2 which puts you 16th rush yards per game 116.6 that put you in 19th defensively points per game 20.3 that puts you at ninth in the league not too shabby not indicative of a 7 and 10 team neither yards against 314.8 puts you at fifth again great this is the great stat right here passing yards per game they got you i didn't even write it down because apparently 
<laughs> Sorry, a little error there, but if you were first in the league at pass uh, pass yards per game, rush yards per game, 184.4, it got you at second. So defensively, the, the New Orleans Saints were money when it mattered. So let's go around the room. I'm going to start with Mover Smitty first. Give me three words or less, sum up last season, and then expand on it for me. Three words or less, frightfully disappointing. Uh, I think uh, to expand on it, I mean, the NFC South was was just ready for us to take. That was our ticket, you know, to, to get in the playoffs. And to have, uh, to have Tampa Bay knock us down and um, – and keep us out. You know, there was a couple, there was a couple games we just let get away that kept us from making it to the playoffs. Not saying that we would have gone deep in the playoffs, but in the playoffs, anything can happen, especially with the way the Saints were playing defense. A hundred percent. And the NFC itself, you know, there's a lot of haves and a lot, excuse me, a few haves and a lot of have nots. Mover Scott, how about you? Three words or less and expand on it. I'm going to say Dennis Allen undecided. So uh, those are my three words. I, I mean, you know, I think obviously when Andy Dalton is your is your is your go to quarterback for most of the season, you're like kind of like scratching your head at, at really kind of what your expectations uh, could be, given the reality that he's your quarterback. So um, so I think it, it comes to the defense. I think, you know, the defense played well, which is, you know, what Dennis Allen is is known for. The only thing is, is like, you know, it's almost like the stats are going to betray what I'm saying, because like you talked about, like, hey, you know, uh, we threw the ball, you know, it's questionable. I mean, at times, Andy Dalton looked great. At times, he looked terrible. But the defense kept us in games. Offense is still another matter in in, in entirety. So um, I'm still undecided about Dennis Allen. I think he's great defensive. I don't know about a head coach for the team. So I'll leave it there. Yeah, Moore Scott, I think you actually just summed up Andy Dalton's career. Sometimes he's good, and a lot of times he's not. So totally a good sum up there. Let's say you three words or less and uh, expand on it for me. Poo-poo platter. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, that was the Saints' like entire season, man. I mean, offense fell apart. The defense wasn't good enough to hold him up, but the defense was still damn good. Um, I... I think they're going to be a playoff team this year. I think they're going to go at least win at least 10 games. So I'll start off with that. Oh, I way. We're hey, we're going to get into that. You're a good segue. I should have went to you last. We're going to get to that in a second. But now let's go to you. Give me three words or less and expand on on last year. So I don't know how many people have seen this movie The Campaign, but it's a mess. And that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> One of my one of my favorite movies. I just heard him say it in my head when you did it. That's so good. Oh my god! Like it's just a it's a mess. Like I as soon as I saw that, you know, first of all, we weren't going to be too hot with Jameis Winston, and then Andy Dalton gets playing time, and I was like, all right, we're cooked. Why don't we just forfeit the season? And you know, and that's what it felt like. It was just a mess. Um, Camara wasn't wasn't the same. Uh, Mike Thomas out injured you know Chris Olave had some really good moments I think he's going to be really really good this year um it was just a mess the defense you know they were fun to watch but that offense was just terrible and Dennis Allen I just don't under I don't know about him but I really like him defensively so hopefully he takes a leap this year yeah hopefully indeed all right well let's talk about this year so you did the segue good too I like that all right let's talk about we talked about what was let's talk about what is talked about marquee additions Derek 
car. Hello, QB1 in the building. There's your answer there at QB. God, I love the move for you guys. Jamal Williams, another great move. Jamal Williams, good team guy, too. He's a guy you want on your team. And a guy I noted here, too, just because of his story, Foster Moreau, man. What a great story for him. Oh, um, glad to see him find a place and uh, got got to love it. Um, talk about subtractions. Now, again, I'm going to mess all these, well, this name up immediately, but it all seemed like a lot of defensive losses. David Onyemata, Marcus Davenport, Shy Tuttle. So you guys lost a lot on the defensive side, it seemed like anyway. Uh, but what do I know? That's why I got you guys in here to tell me what I'm missing. Let's talk about the draft. Round one, Brian Brees for a defensive tackle from Clemson. Round two, you got Isaiah Foskey. He's an edge from edge rusher from Notre Dame. Round three, Kendry Miller, running back from TCU. Round four, Nick Saldaveri. He's an offensive tackle from Old Dominion. Another round four pick, you got Jake Hayner, QB from Fresno State. Maybe something for the future. Round five, Jordan Howden, safety from Minnesota. Round six, A.T. Perry, wide receiver from Wake Forest. So we talked about this. Let's go into now predictions into this season. Nat, we'll go with you. Let's go opposite order. Tell me what you think is going to happen with these New Orleans Saints this year. I am high on my guys. <laughs> I'm high on my guys this year. This is exactly. the year that I think that we, we come back. You know, um, we had a, a down a few seasons, you know, and I think this is the one. A lot of people are very down on Derek Carr. You know, when you're not super special, like let's say like a Patrick Mahomes, then everyone disregards what you actually do. And you forget that a lot of the guys you dis, you know, you disregard, they're really good. You know, um, he can throw 4,800 yards, you know, he, he can throw the ball and that's what we need. You know, he can, he can game manage, you know, and he, I think him and his connection to Olave is going to be is going to be special. I think Mike Thomas actually plays, I'll say, 13 games. I'm going to call it that he's going to play at least 13 games. Um, I, and then Jamal Williams, you know, uh, he's huge. We don't know what's going to happen with Kamara. I hope that he does play the full season. If he doesn't, Jamal Williams is a hell of a pickup, you know, mm -hmm. and I think the defense is going to be stronger. So I am going to predict that we are 12 and five. Love it. Ooh. Now, I, yes. I will say the doc preempted Miss Mary Jane Cooper Esquire. I will have her on a little later. However, she told me that she's going to, uh, since I don't pay her, she's going to do a real <laughs> job and then, then I can talk. So whatever, we'll, we'll work that out later. But yeah, love the enthusiasm. And you got a lot to be excited about. One thing I will just say real quick before we go to Derek, one thing I love about Carr, I just, after the situation that happened with him in Las Vegas and the stuff that happened with his receiver, I don't want to go into all that, but it was like some, he just showed throughout that whole time great leadership. And with your city and him, I just see some special magic going on there, to be honest with you. Derek, how about you, my friend? I think they're going to win at least 10 games. I think the NFC South is uh, going to be easily attainable. I don't see another team in that division that can rival them. And look, if the offense can keep up with the defense this year, mm -hmm. I, I think they could make a deep playoff run. I mean, because this defense and Mickey Loomis in the offseason has done Mickey Loomis things, okay? Mm -hmm. Letting go of Marcus Davenport. And I think some of this stuff, we're going to like see some moves that we're done last year and they're going to pay off this year one being trevor pinning being healthy this year so yeah. his addition to that offensive line is going to help but 
the way that this draft class fell for the Saints was honestly fantastic. Their defensive line, and they needed somebody. One, they needed a D-tackle to sit there and plug up the middle. Their their run defense, which has been elite over the last five to ten years, every single season, finally fell off the map. And now you bring in Brise. You also have um, Kalen Saunders that can plug the middle. And you got Foskey in the draft to sit here and help Cameron Jordan on the other side, which Davenport was never fully healthy. That dude was in and out of the lineup constantly, and we never saw him really do what... I mean, the, the Saints traded up aggressively to get him, to pair him with Cam Jordan, and we never saw that come to fruition. And I'll mm-hmm. throw something else out here. Alante Taylor, people need to put some damn respect on his name. He is one of the best young corners in the NFL, and you never hear him talked about Sauce Gardner's rookie season, Trevion Diggs, what he's done in the last year. Alante, take, Alante Taylor came out last year and balled out. He crushed. He played a really damn well. And so you team him with Marshawn Lattimore, who can man up with some of the best receivers in the NFL, and Bradley Roby still has plenty of juice in the legs, and he was really good as a nickel corner last year. This defense is going to be top 10 in the NFL again. Nair, I say, if those two pieces on the D-line come together, they could be top five. And the offense is going to be a lot better this year. I think the offensive line is going to be good. Derek Carr has been a top 12 PFF-graded passer in each of the last two seasons prior to last when Josh McDaniels just basically just said, here, I'm going to throw you this playbook and... I don't care if you struggle. We're just going to do some crazy dumb shit here, but I think he's going to find a second home at the Saints, and I think they can make a, play, a deep playoff run. I'm with that on that. All right. I love it. A lot All of enthusiasm. Right. I love it. All right, Mover Scott, are you as hyped? I, I, I'm, I am trepidatious. I mean, I think uh, I think 10 and 7 is realistic. I really do, simply because we're in the NFC South, and, you know, when you're looking at uh, – the quarterbacks for the NFC South and you're looking at, you know, Derek Carr and Baker Mayfield and Desmond Ritter and Bryce Young, then you're thinking, okay, we've got ourselves positioned because we have a veteran presence. Um, I think, you know, a lot, you know, a lot rests on really the running game. Uh, I think Kamara, what had four touchdowns last year, which, you know, was a a fall off from the year previous. So um, I love the depth um, that we now have at running back, even going down to Miller. Uh, and that acquisition in the draft. So I'm, I'm excited about the keys. I think there's, you know, it's one of those things where we could go, we could go as, as, as high as 12 and five, and then back to sub 500, depending on Thomas being healthy. Um, and then the running game. I think those are two things. Cause I think the running game is going to help Derek Carr. And it, it's really the efficiency of the offense that I'm worried about more so than the defense. I think the defense. Can, can I, add, can I add a little bit of um, another ray of light for you mover? Sure, uh, can I can I do that, man? Because I left this out, and I feel like this is kind of the cherry on top of the cake here. The these Saints right now per projected win totals and things like that, they have the easiest, the easiest strength yeah. of schedule in the NFL. <laughs> you can't get any better. They're not tenth. They're not eighth. They're not fifth. Five, they're first, guys. baby. First. Twelve and five. That's yeah. Yep. And that and the that FN Sports Show um, brought that up, and you and it goes to your point about the defensive defensive team being top ten again. You got you have the NFC South brought that up, and the AFC South, like you know, you got the Texans, and you, it's like so you got some good 
great matchups, actually. So we'll get in, of course, get into the fantasy implications later. Smitty, Mover Smitty, how about you, my friend? Are you as hyped as everyone else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's either going to be uh, 10 and 7 or 12 and 5. It's going to be, and we're going to win the NFC South. We're going to go to the playoffs. Um, Derek Carr, that addition, not just his, his, uh, you know, his, his uh, prowess as a quarterback, but also he brings so much leadership that we were lacking. And um, even in OTAs, he was, you could tell he was, uh, he was, he was driving the train, you know, he was holding people accountable. Um, As far as the defense's subtractions, I don't see Davenport as a subtraction. I think that's a, that's an addition by subtraction because (laughs) he was, I've never been high on him, but also he never lived up to the, to the hype that Sean Payton, I mean, Sean Payton traded up to get him and, you know, he just, he was injured a bunch, but also when he played, he was like, not there. It's like, come on, Cameron Jordan is holding up the entire end of a line. Come on, Davenport. It's time to, it's time to earn your nickels. And he, he never really did. So I was actually happy to see Davenport, hit the road and let some younger guys get in there and, and fight it out. But Kamara being a big uh, question mark for the offense, I think it's great uh, getting the Detroit running back. I think he's going to step right in in case Kamara is not there. But another guy don't you shouldn't sleep on is uh, Rashid Shaheed. That dude's a burner. And he's a play. He's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. And He's going to blow the top off some defenses and let the other guys uh, do some damage. So it's gonna it's gonna be a fun season. I I can't remember actually um, when I've been more excited. Mm-hmm. We just have a really good bunch of guys that we acquired in the draft in free agency, and I, I mean everyone I talk to is is hype about it really. There's no naysayers in New Orleans right now, man. We're all on board. Playoffs. Oh, I love it. And you, you mentioned Jamal Williams. I love Jamal Williams. Just a team guy, and he's a hard runner. Um, and, you know, that's why I mentioned Davenport, those guys. I'm not really sure because I just see the high high contracts, and I'm like, oh, you know, how well did they really play for you guys? So, yeah, that's great. If he, if he wasn't earning his nickels, he's earning a penny somewhere else. So hit the road, right? All right. Exactly. Well, we were like, listen, we're all hyped up. We're excited. We had a little fun. Usually it's, it gets a little depressing so far. So we've done <laughs> NFC South, but this has been a little fun, I have to say. But we're going to add a little more fun now. Now we're going to do a little fantasy quiz show. Basically, right. this works as Family Feud, so we're going to team you up. Obviously, we'll put the movers together. Nat and Derek will be together on a team. I'll put, like, you guys, like, Derek and Smitty will go against each other first. I'm going to ask a question. Just shout out the answer. Whoever has the highest of that answer will take control for their team. You'll have three strikes to fill out the, the rest of the questions. If you do not and get the three strikes, the other team will get a chance to steal. I hope everyone is ready. And Smitty, you know what that means. Party. And that means we need some good ideas. Let's brainstorm. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Disney. Let's get time. It's Fantasy Quiz Show. There seems to be no sign of intelligence. It's the Fantasy Quiz Show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs>
not going to be a long game tonight because we got Saints experts in the building tonight. As I said, we're going to start it off with Smitty and Derek. Mano, Imano. These are always layup, though, so this is going to be an easy one for you guys just to get you, get your feet wet, as they say. Top five answers are on the board. Here is the question. I'm looking in all-time Saints history. I'm looking for your past TD leaders. Drew Brees. <laughs> Drew Brees. Jim Everett. Was, was Smitty frozen? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah, I think it's frozen. I think in fear. <laughs> you said Everett, though. A That's little, a a little disadvantage in round one. Too. Yeah, but uh, we will take the first answer we heard with Drew Brees. He actually That's is the right. number one overall, mm -hmm. so you'll take control of the round. Drew Brees, number one all time with 491. Oof. Wow. Woo. All righty. Let's go. Nat, you are up. You guys got control. What you got? Say, say that again. Yeah, you're. It's your. Your. It's your turn. So you. The question is: Top five answers. Your past TD leaders in Saints history. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, Nat. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> I think late nineties, Nat. Come on. Damn. Who <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, oh my God. Come on, Nat! Uh oh, Judge. Oh. Uh, fortunately, a no go for we don't know. Let's go, Judge. Nat! I had so much, I had so much belief. I know. What's oh. All right, you only got I... one strike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek, what do you got? You got something else for us? Uh, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, he is number two all time with 120. All right, Nat, you got to be warmed up a little now. got to be something getting there. There's something brewing. No Googling. No Googling. No, <laughs> you know what it is? I became a Saints fan when Drew Brees took his ass to New Orleans. I don't think anyone said that, so you could go with that again. Yes. <laughs> Drew Brees was already there. No, I don't. Just teasing. Okay. Right. You know what to do, Judge, I guess. I, I, sorry, I lost y'all for a second. My, my phone starts going off nuts. Got an X? You didn't miss anything. Don't worry. All right, Derek. <laughs> I got two strikes. Oh my god! Got here. Who Man, you did got? you give us another strike while my computer had brain farted? <laughs> Listen, I or was that on me? I became a Saints fan when Drew Brees got here. Oh, good <laughs> lord! Come on. Okay, fine, fine. I gotta bring it home. Fine. I'll bring still Smitty's Jim Everett. Jim Everett. Don't call him Chris Everett. He's number five with six. <laughs> All right, so Nat, back to you. Oh God, right. Nat, come on! <laughs> Google something, Nat. Like, oh, you got another side screen? Like, come on! I'm not gonna cheat. Nothing <sighs> about just get. Think about the history, just for a second. Shit, the history before Drew Brees. <laughs> she said she doesn't know it. Like, 
All right, Chuck. Stop it. Get some help. Take that back. Uh, oh. All right, listen, movers. There are some Started meat off here so on good. this phone. Yes. You're missing number three and number four on this list. You guys can talk this out amongst yourselves too to get with a concise answer. I'm Wait a minute, it. they they get to talk it out for a steal. That's the steal part. If you oh, get okay. Steal, I was like, hold up. How is this just now getting introduced? <laughs> Hold on now. Like, what's going on here? Mitty, I'm going to go with Bobby Bear. Yeah, the Cajun Cannon. You got you it. Like Cajun it? Cannon. Bobby Bear. He got it. Bobby Bear is number four on this list with 85. And Nat, I meant when I said history, that's what I was trying to get to you. Number three, Archie Manning. Archie Manning. Yes, yeah. yes. Come on now. You at oh, least know God. Archie Manning. Oh, my God. You're, you know what? I, I'm taking this I couldn't L. think of a good what? hint to just besides just saying Manning. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, the movers got round one, and I hate to say this, but Nat, you're one-on-one -on -one against Scott for the next Ooh. one, I hope you're ready. All right, I hope you're ready. I'm gonna make this. Hopefully, on, this him, is kind of this is more of a a general question, so this might might help you even a little bit. Oh, Top five answers on the board, guys. This is for Mo Mover Scott and Nat. I'm look. I'm thinking still all time history, but I'm thinking winning percentage. You know what I want to know? I want to know the teams you have the best winning percentage against. To uh, Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. What did you say, Nat? I said Texans. The Houston Texans. Nat well snags it. Well it's number five on this list. You guys are three call. and two all time against the Texans. So it's a 600 winning percentage. All right, Derek, you guys got control. What else you got? Oh crap basket. Um <laughs> let's go with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. They are number two on this list. Mm. You guys are 39 and 23 all time against Ooh. the Bucks. 629 winning Hold percentage. Them. All right, Nat, what else you got? Detroit. Oh, the that's Lions. she just read my mind. I was sitting there thinking of the Lions. Yes. <laughs> no, well, we should, never we mind. It wasn't you, good. We should have gave you two strikes then for all oh. that. All right, let's go, Derek. What else you got? I'm so sorry, Dad. I'll take that one. <laughs> I was trying to leave uh, the All right. Damn it. Um, let's go. What Panthers? The Panthers. Okay. It's crap <laughs> it's on you now you got two strikes but you got number two and you got number five you got the bucks and the texans you're missing one three and four on this list green bay green bay packers No, 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 for that one. All right, let's go. Scott, you like I said, there's meat on his bone here. So, can you take a nibble? That video clip just got me. What do you think about the sea bags, Scott? It's either them or like somebody like notoriously bad, like the Jets. The Jets are always bad. So, 
Uh, it's got to be a bad team. Um, you want to go I just with? Remember, I remember us singing the national anthem uh, right before uh, Seahawks game that we won. Yes, and we could do that. We could go with some Grigri there. Yes, I just know that they beat us in the playoffs, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. <laughs> you want to go? With, you want to go with let's the Seahawks? Go sea bags. Yeah. Let's do it. The Seattle Seahawks for the steal. Did not think that that was right. Three, they are number three on this list. They are 10 and you guys are 10 and six all time against the Seattle Seahawks. Number one on the list, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys are five and two all time against the Jags, a 714 uh, winning percentage. And number four, the Indianapolis Colts at eight and five at six hundred and fifteen. Oh, wow. wow. Nice percentage. There you go. Never you guessed either one of those. If you don't yeah. know, now you know. <laughs> All right. Let's, know. Right let's now, know. movers are up two zero. It's about Ooh. to be a sweep if Derek don't come through right now. Oh, come We're on. We're gonna go Derek and Smitty, mano y mano. Yes. Top five answers are on Come the on, board. Here is the question. I'm going to still go all-time, all-time, and I still want to go winning percentage, but I want to know the teams you have the worst winning percentage against. Oh, sweet hell. The Packers? The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. I, the I Dallas have one for Cowboys. You. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Derek, Ooh, back yeah. to you. Oh, good Lord. Um, Patriots? The New England Patriots. <sighs> New England Patriots are number four on this list at five and ten. You have a 333 winning percentage. But since it's number four and we're kind of in that OT rule, Smitty, you get a chance to get the control back. If you can name a team above number four. 49ers. The 49ers. They are on this list, but unfortunately, they are number five. They are number five. You guys are 27, 49, and two all time against the Niners at 359 winning percentage so derek you guys got control we'll go to nat for you for this list you're missing one two and three now and no strikes what you got derek what do you what do you think of a team no time. hey we can't be talking in this think, think of good teams. good teams good teams of the last few years who you got vikings the minnesota vikings Okay, so oh, got- I, I, I thought it was a good pick for what it's worth. <laughs> now, no pressure on you, Derek. So we, we there's some meat here. You got. Let me see. Look on this board here. You got. You got. Well, you got the Patriots. So and you got the Niners. So there we go. You got one, two, and three. No pressure. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs. <laughs> Why? 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 
You what? know what's funny? I thought that too, so I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> I, I, I I failed you. You I have just, not. You I, have I, failed. I failed. That was a great uh, guess. It was a that great was a, guess. such a great guess. All right, unless Boomer. I get a check mark, it was a bad guess. <laughs> you got a chance to tweet this game. What do you guys got? Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, I'm I'm feeling where Malcolm Jenkins went. Yes, the Eagles. I'm liking the Eagles. Yep, the Eagles the team. Yeah. He's gonna go with the Eagles. You idiot. No, <laughs> no. Are we getting some luck here? <laughs> unfortunately, not on the list. Number one all time, the Broncos. Three and nine all time oh, against wow. the Broncos. They're actually tied winning percentage-wise with the Baltimore Ravens at number two. They're two and six, both with a 250 oh, winning percentage. Number three on the list. The Cleveland Browns. Ooh, I was really? like, what? Really? Wow. Ooh, that's ugly right there. Wow. All right. All right. Well, listen, you guys are back up in this game. Nat and Mover Scott. It's 2-1 movers. Here we go with question, or excuse me. Yeah, well, question number four. We're going back to all-time. Well, we're still in all-time history, but we're going to go in stats again. I want to know an all-time Saints history. I'm looking. It's the top six answers, by the way. I'm looking for your all-time Rush TD leaders. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. I sounded like Mover Scott by a hair on that one now. You guys were real close. Alvin Kamara is on this list here at number three with 49. All right, Movers, you guys got control. Mover uh, Smitty, what do you got? Dalton Hilliard. Dalton Ooh, Hilliard. Way back, baby. That's a good pick. He's number four on this list with 39. All right, Mover Scott, what you got? Ooh, uh, maybe. Let's do Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. That's that man-style running back. He's number one all-time in Saints history with 52 TDs. All right, Mover Smitty, you're missing number two, number five, and number six. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. No Reggie there. All right, Mover Scott. Let's go Deuce McAllister. Damn it. That's the one that I was thinking of. That, I think that was a yes, but whatever. Yeah, so do, do, <laughs> Don't Deuce give Mc... away points, Coop. Like, <laughs> Deuce McAllister, number two on this list with 49. He's tied with Kamara. So just a point of reference, when you're watching Saints game this year, when Alvin Kamara gets on a field and gets a TD, he'll move into number two all time nice. in Saints history. Nice. All right, so you got number five and six left. Go to Mover Smitty. What do you got? Whew. Let's see here. How about uh, Tony Galbraith? Tony Galbraith. <laughs> oh, nice try. Nice try. All right. We got one strike left. Mover Scott. Uh, thinking either uh, maybe Ruben Mays or um, let's go Ruben Mays. Ruben Mays. 
Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, not for Mover Scott. Let's go to you guys. Listen, you guys got to get this, by the way. Let me build the intrigue here. If you guys can get this, we continue for the final round. Mm If not, movers win the game. So you can talk amongst yourselves. I think can I got get one. number five or six. Ricky Williams. What do you think, Nat? You good with that? I'm, I'm going to trust my teammate. All right. Ricky Williams. Really? I can't that's not that was there? a good one. What no, about Chuck, was it Ricky, Chuck Muncie? Yeah, that's no. Chuck Muncie, maybe. Chuck Muncie and Pierre Thomas are tied. Uh, Pierre Thomas is going to be my next guess. They are Damn, tied at twenty-eight at five and six. Ugh. If you don't know, now you know. But what I do know Woo. is tonight the Imagination Movers are tonight's winners. <laughs> and that I know that you know, but I know Derek doesn't know. Unfortunately, on our show, when we have a winner, we have a loser. So you're telling me there's a chance. No, <laughs> that's exactly how I felt when I said Ricky Williams. <laughs> fantasy quiz show but great game from all of you that was great stuff we're gonna go to our next segment the fan the fantasy focus before we do that i want to give you guys a chance to plug yourselves let everyone know where they can follow get all your great stuff mover smitty i'll start with you since you look like you're the thinking man (laughs) follow subscribe and get all your great content uh you can find us on uh anywhere on the internet of course uh we Mover Scott there runs runs our Facebook and uh, and our website and um, you can watch us stream us as much as you want on Disney Plus all day long. Movers, uh, good stuff for your family. Lots of good music and lots of good fun. And you can look for us. You know, check our website. We might be coming to play a show in your area. Absolutely, nice. and it's there again. When I had when I had them on last year, I brought the pictures, and when I had my son there, we went backstage. It was such a great time. These guys are amazing, great music, and as my wife said, the the least annoying kid show out there. All right, how <laughs> <laughs> about you, my friend? Tell where we can follow, subscribe, and get your all all your great stuff. Although Smitty yeah. did a great job already. Uh, imaginationmovers.com, uh, uh, at uh, iMovers on uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's uh, Imagination Movers Official. And then, of course, Facebook, it's Imagination Movers. Uh, go and stream us tomorrow. We're going to be dropping our compilation album coveralls that uh, seven of our favorite bands uh, covered Imagination Movers songs. And so go check that on uh, any kind of streaming service that you like. That's uh, just awesome. Just look up the coveralls. So it'll be out nice. tomorrow. Absolutely, check that out. That's super cool. All right, Derek, how about you, my friend? Where can we follow, subscribe, your all your great stuff? Uh, I mean, a lot of it's on the old tweet machines. I had Debro underscore FFB, and uh, yeah, all my stuff is at fantasypros.com. So all my articles, podcast, podcasts, shows, all that kind of good stuff. Check me out every single week. Go follow, subscribe, get all his great content. Nat, how about you? Where can we follow, subscribe, get your great stuff? 
Yes, I am heavy on Twitter. Uh, so as uh, my name is spelled, Nat underscore the underscore GM uh, on Twitter, as well as, and you can catch me on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. for season two coming up for uh, a three-peat podcast, you know, um, and we're going to come back soon. So uh, yeah, just just follow me. Uh, great uh, NBA content. Uh, that, yeah. That's my niche right there, NBA, yeah. NBA stuff. Absolutely. Awesome. Gotta love Nat on the three P on, of course, right here, the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Here Hit that go. subscribe, all Woo! that good stuff. Yeah. All right, guys. So we'll hit the commercial break. If you need to check out, of course, I thank you so much for coming in. But please stay around if you want, because we're gonna talk about the Saints in our fantasy focus. Thank you. Who that? Who that? Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with Best Ball. What is Best Ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management, no trades, no waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money? Up to $100 using our exclusive promo code. Go online now and use the promo code TSS to double your deposit up to $100. You tell them Gingerbread sent you. Good girl. All right, the boys are back because it's time to get focused on some fantasy on the New Orleans Saints. Well, on our fantasy focus, you know, we always start the QB position. And finally, in the NFC South, I have something exciting to talk about. Derek Carr. I Like I said, I like Derek Carr going into the season. I like his veteran poise. I like his moxie going in with weapons already. I like Michael Thomas to be have a little bit of a resurgence this year. I don't think, think he's going to be healthy this year, um, finally. And we're going to see Chris Olave break out with Derek Carr. Right now, I got him ranked 21, but I'm going to bring him up um for sure because i'm looking at my at my rankings even i'm like yeah i'm gonna switch things up a bit i like Derek carl lock going in the season i think he's a great value too because not a lot of people are eyeing him up so check out Derek carl this season for a great value for your fantasy rosters let's get on to justin you've been in the back we'll start with you my friend what do you think uh yes yeah, so i i had car originally at 26 but i think that's proper to move him up um i got him about 20 now with adjustments to the rankings so I like Derek Carr. I'm always weary of Derek Carr being somebody who's watched a lot of Raider games. He is the epitome of up and down. He can have those four touchdown games. He can have those four interception games. Um, my biggest issue is while the NFC South is not the greatest offensive juggernaut, a lot of the defenses there are still pretty damn good. So I can definitely see him having one of those years where he has 25 touchdowns and 14 picks. It's very possible um and then his weapons olave is great michael thomas need you to stay on the field alvin kamara same thing man i need you to stay on the field and you know they're they have uh jamal williams and they've invested in you know dennis allen's system which is a lot of running the ball so it's, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting season for a who that nation who that who that who gonna beat that junk y'all dog who that seems like the our panel think it's we that Jordan? What say you, my friend? 
I love the Saints' chances to uh, make some noise this year. I agree with all of that. But, man, I am not excited about Derek Carr. I feel like a new place, same quarterback. Let's not forget this guy just got benched last season for Jarrett Stidham. He doesn't add anything in the run game. Listen, if you want to have him as your quarterback too, sure, go for it. I'm not investing anything in him. I have him ranked as the 20th quarterback in this class or in this draft. All right, Derek, let's go to you, my friend. What do you say? I, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting here eating the chalk. Basically, I'm, I'm going to agree with a lot of everything that's already been said. Um, I have Derek Carr ranked as QB 20. Um, in redraft formats, I don't really want anything to do with Carr. Like, there's too many other guys that you can get late, like Matthew Stafford, maybe Jared Goff, Rogers that can offer similar type production he's only going to be a streaming kind of guy uh car really for me the only real avenue is in i mean i've, I've dabbled with him in a few different builds on a uh, underdog and some best ball drafts but outside of that you can miss me with Derek Carr. all right now what do you say um i agree with a lot of what was said um he's not the kind of quarterback i would go for um in fantasy uh if you're in a two quarterback league if he is your second quarterback absolutely you know um you know you you can line him up there but um if you're in a one quarterback league i would say he's around 21 uh for me um there's just there's a lot of great value um when it comes to qbs that can give you more so i agree there is a lot of value out there mover smitty what do you say similar um you know, Derek Carr is somebody who I might look to stream if my my starter is uh, on a buy or something like that. Um, he 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 is up and down, uh, which you guys said earlier, and um, I just feel like there's better value in some other guys that are further up the rankings. Now that being said, I also uh, in my personal superstitious fantasy world. I try to avoid having saints. So um, he's not, I'm not even really looking at Derek Carr as someone who I'm going to have on my team because I feel like it's bad Grigri for the Lockport Leviathan as well as for the saints. And uh, just a, a caveat to that in my entire 25 year history of, of being the Lockport Leviathan never ever and never ever will be an atlanta falcon on my fantasy team <laughs> i love it the long history laid out he has never ever had a falcon got to love it all right so listen at the end of the day though i actually like i said i think Derek carr is going to be a great value and by the way Smitty, I am totally with you. I am always against drafting the Dolphins. I'll usually maybe get their kicker. Then, of course, then all of a sudden, this offense sprung up, and I'm like, oh, no, I have to get some Dolphins right. now. There's all no doubt. I got to invest. R Roddy White still holds a place in uh, my, on my shit list. <laughs> got to love it. All right, well, let's get on to the running back situation. We talked about the Alvin Kamara, and like I said, I will have a little short of Mary Jane Cooper coming up soon regarding this situation. She did want to look into it, um, so we will have a little short on that coming up. Um, but right now, with the his season pretty much kind of up in the air, will he play? Uh, will it be a six game suspension? Will he? You know, will he see? J all kind of stuff is in the air right now. So right now, 
I like if just take it for as he is. If there's nothing that goes on, if he's cleared of all charges, everything's great. You know, Alvin Kamara, you know, is a great value, quite frankly. But because that situation's there, you want to look at Jamal Williams as the same type of value right now when you're looking to draft him. So, AKA, it's one of those situations where I don't know if I'm going to take the leap to go for Alvin Kamara. You better believe I'm going to have back him up with Jamal Williams. So that's the way I see the situation. And one of those things, I'd be too scared, honestly, to draft either one of them. Of course, that means the guy behind me gets him, and then they have a great season, and I'm left out in the cold. But that's why I have my experts here. Jordan, what do you say, man? You, what do you, what do you, give, me some, give me some situations here that you like. I'm going to have more shares of Derek Carr this year than I'll have of Alvin Kamara. That's how scared I am touch him as a fantasy asset i mean he even when he played last year he sucked like he was not good especially in the back half of the season not getting any younger uh he stopped catching passes at the end of last season um i've got to admit uh rb 33 but i doubt i will take many flyers on him um i will say the guy that i will probably take some late round darts on is kendry miller who is gonna come into the season as the third running back but young legs i'm not a big williams truther and at the end of the draft i i think there are worse dart throws that you can take justin how about you i kind of echo what uh jordan says um i don't like kamara you couldn't pay me right now to put him on my team um and then with jamal williams he's the better of the two as far as like value goes right now uh keandre miller I find myself not believing any of that hype just doesn't, it just doesn't feel real. Um, Jamal Williams is in a weird position where he doesn't catch the ball and he's coming off of a 19 touchdown season, almost nearly, you know, un, you know, it, it, how are you going to replicate that when you're 28 years old? I mean, I just don't, I don't see it happening um, with him. He had 17 on the ground and I believe two through the air. So, that's that's really tough numbers right there to, to replicate 17 touchdowns a year older and then a, kind of a different system. So for me, I'm looking at this as one of those zones where the worst case scenario, I'll draft Jamal Williams. I really need the help. But otherwise, I'm leaving every Saints running back on the table. Ooh, Nat, what do you say? You leaving them on the t- on the shelf? Uh, yeah, I typically don't draft my fi- like players typically from my favorite team. Um, I just think it's a recipe for disaster usually. And if I do do it, it's in the beginning where things are hot. They have a couple good games and I'm, and I'm trading people, you know, I I love to trade. So um, it's that kind of situation. Um, I'm not touching Alvin Kamara. I think that he's on a, the downward uh, end um, of his game. Uh, Jamal Williams. I've never been a fan of, of him as a, as a player per se. I felt he's always just been okay, you know, but I think he has a great attitude and he's a great locker room guy. So, you know, when he does something great, it's, it's very loud and, you know, everybody loves to see him win, but when you just, you know, kind of rate him versus everyone else, it's just kind of, he's just kind of okay. I would not, um, I, I don't want any uh, Saints running back, to be honest with you. If I see someone else and it, it's more of a, of a chance, I'm going to definitely take the other person. So I'm going to leave the Saints running backs, uh, you know, on the board. So you guys are all – I just want to say this real quick, quick funny story. You guys all about this fantasy juju. I'm just going to tell you right now, like, don't bleed a hype. I, I, <clears throat> I drafted Lamar Jackson one year, 
And, you know, it, it was like a couple years ago. I think it was the COVID year. I can't really remember. I So it was the guy I was playing was I was coming down to Miami with me. Lamar was going to Miami. I'm seeing all these Lamar Jackson stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm sitting him today. I'm not going to sit here and sit in this stand. And then, of course, he goes off for 50, 60 freaking points, and I lose by 10. Of course, what a – so don't believe a juju. Just play That's your guys. That's part of the juju, right? though. That's Just part play, of it. Play your guys. Play your guys. All right, yeah, Smitty, I'm... what do you say about the running backs? <laughs> well, one thing I'll say about last year is our – we had diminished weapons. So whenever Kamara got on the field – it was like, hey, everybody, Kamara's getting the ball. We're, you know, we did, we, they keyed on it. Now, this year is a completely different year. I'm not a lawyer, but it doesn't look good for Mr. Alvin Kamara to be playing the full season. Um, so, one thing that no one has brought up is what is Taysom Hill going to take from the other running backs? You know, Jamal Williams, I think, is going to get some some down at the goal line carries and get some touchdowns. Um, will the, will the rookie, you know, how, how is he going to pan out? I'm not sure. Somebody said he had a little, a little knee issue. So, you know, is that going to linger around? But one thing is for sure. Taysom Hill takes touchdowns away from running backs. There's no two ways about it. So I would stay away from a saints running back. You know, maybe I would take, Williams later on if he becomes uh you know a goal line touchdown guy but there's a lot of mouths to feed like just looking at training camp right now you know uh who's gonna who's gonna be getting the ball down in the red zone and once they get in that five yard line and they like to run that little wildcat thing with Taysom and that dude's a beast he takes he takes running backs touchdowns away for sure so I stay away from Saints running backs. That's that's me. All right. I like it. Derek, what say you, my friend? Are you going to be the uh, shining light here? I'm, uh, I guess I'm going to be the person that's highest on Kamara here. I mean, I'm not incredibly high. I've got him at RB30, so pretty similar to everybody that's, that's you know, chimed in with ranks and stuff. Um, the thing I think about Kamara, though, is, like, he's falling down the board. Like he's basically around the top hundred players. Like you'll see him fall in drafts. He'll, he'll fall outside the top hundred a lot of different times. And as far as like, I mean, if I, if I can get the starting running back for the new Orleans saints in the eighth, ninth round, I mean that, that fits a lot of different builds that I'm sitting here going for, whether it's best ball redraft, like he's your RB three, your RB four. And when he comes back, I don't think that there's any disputing he's going to play on the passing downs and he's probably going to be the red zone guy. And so for, I mean, basically right now you're drafting him at his absolute floor. If we got news tomorrow that his suspension is only two games, three games, four games, whatever, and it's not six or eight, his ADP is going to just go up. So Mm -hmm. Looking at that, like, I've been drafting a lot of Alvin Kamara because everybody is down on him right now. And Derek Carr is not going to run. He's going to check the ball down. And right now, and I know this is not a one-for-one comparison and things change, Mm -hmm. offensive systems and stuff like that, but last year, the Raiders retired for 13th in total target volume to the running back position. Carr is not going to run. And this is, I mean, I could pretty much say this. Like, this is a pretty... 
narrow-ish target tree. Like, Rashid Shahid, I love him, but he's probably not a high-end target earner. He's going to stretch mm -hmm. the field. So who is going to demand targets in this offense? Well, Jawan Johnson's good, but he's not a high-end target earner. Neither is Foster Moreau. Mm -hmm. So you're really talking about, okay, well, non-mobile quarterback, probably going to check it down one massive shit ton. Okay, well, he's going to be up there fighting with Chris Olave and Michael Thomas for targets. I like, I like Alvin Kamara because the tackle breaking metrics on early downs did drop off a lot. He was, he was putrid in that, in that era, but from a receiving standpoint, his yards per route run, all those types of things were still mm -hmm. high. So where I care about his utility is in the passing game. And if they give him run in a better offense and he does get touchdown opportunities, then yeah, I mean, I'm willing to, uh, to invest in Alvin Kamara. I mean, if you want to take shots on Jamal Williams later, that's fine. I get it. Um, I'm not doing that probably outside of like a zero RB team. And I'm probably not doing the same thing with outside of Kendra Miller, because even the spot where Kendra Miller goes, there's a ton of great running back options there. Like you can draft Roshan, you could draft tank Bigsby, um, all of these backup types that are one injury away from just playing a fantastic role. And I mean, what's the what's the path for Kendra right now? Like, Alvin Kamara is probably not going to miss the whole season. So, mm -hmm. what's our best hope for Kendra? He's fighting with Jamal Williams for touches, and then when you talk about Taysom Hill and Kendra, is not a pass catcher. He's mm -hmm. not at least like an upper tier pass catcher. So you can't even say, okay, well, he would take the Kamara role. Williams, we know can't catch passes. He's going to work on early downs. Well it's kind of dubious skill sets here. So like Kendra Miller, I just have a hard time like carving out the path outside of Alvin Kamara missing the entire year or getting cut. I have a hard time really making a good case to draft him a lot where he's going. No, hundred percent. And like I said, you're great at the segue. You're talking about the receivers. Let's get into those receivers since <laughs> we're talking about it. Let's go. I mean, listen, Chris Olave, right? I mean, we were talking about him all. I Doc talked about him. We've been talking about him all show. He's the man, the myth, the legend right now in New Orleans. I mean, finished the year strong last year. He was 26 um, overall points per game. Um, so Chris Olave right now to me with a better QB is just going to be that much better right now. I have him ranked 21st, could see him going up. I definitely love Chris Olave this season. Michael Thomas, like I talked about earlier, I think he'll be a little healthy this year at least. So from last year, again, dealing with so much injury, hard to come back, but I like to see Michael Thomas this year make a resurgence. I Right now I got him ranked 45th. We talked about Rashid. Uh, Rashid. Hashi, I, I can't even forget. Every time I try, I just mess it up. So whatever. Um, but thank you for uh, for correcting me. I appreciate it. <laughs> like you said, you talked about oh, him in that deep threat, and let Derek Carr likes to throw that deep ball. So I like you talk. He was throwing deep balls to Mac Hollins. So he you can bet Rashid Hashid will be definitely get some deep balls this year. Justin, what say you? It's just like Terry Scary over here, right? <laughs> Poor Coop. He tried. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I like Olave as 14. Um, a lot of people like him higher. I can't put him over 13 guys right now. And that's just – I've tried to rationalize it, but that's kind of where I'm holding. Um, Michael Thomas, I hope he stays healthy, but – I mean, let's face it, what's it been, three years since his ankle injury that's continually persisted for three years? 
He's gotten three years older, Coop. Tell me, how do ankle injuries heal when you're three years older? It oh, takes they, longer. They it take takes longer, a lot yeah. fucking longer. Right. I think everybody can attest to that here. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot longer. Um, I'm not going to roll with him outside of my top 50. He is like a, he's a wild card piece for me. If it, if it pans out on my roster, I'm going to be happy. If it doesn't, I'm going to go over here and shrug my shoulders. And say, eh, I never really had too much faith in him. Didn't put too much stock in him. Um, and then uh, Rashid Shahid. Um, I'm going to go with him as not on my list right now because the deep ball threat is actually going to be probably most likely Chris Olave if Mike Thomas sees the field. If not, then we might see Shahid. You know, they, they kind of always find somebody. A year ago it was Marquez Callaway. Last year was Shahid. They always find somebody to kind of run those deep routes. That's why I never really invest too much in the, you know, the long ball for the Saints. You know, Derek Carr is a good long ball thrower, but every single year they seem to have somebody new in that position. So I'm not really going to take a flyer on him this year. And gosh, is there anybody else? <laughs> Traquan no, Smith. I'll pass it off to Jordan. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to say this real quick before we go to Jordan. Those who had that little witty thing with about Rashid last year, it's fun to say, even more to fun to play. You're wrong. It's not fun to say at all. All right, Jordan. What is that? <laughs> I mean, I enjoy saying it, but uh, for me, um, I, I don't think it's rocket science here. I, I love Chris Olave. I think there was a lot to love from his uh, rookie season. I'm a little bit higher on him than Justin, but I, you know, right in that range. I think Derek Carr is a great match for him. And if something happens to Carr, I think Jameis Winston is also a great match for him. So I think he's locked in um, as a wide receiver one uh, for the upcoming season. I I want no part of Michael Thomas. I, I wouldn't take him at the end of my draft, man. I, uh, I have been burned by that guy too many times now. And maybe you should let those feelings go, but I simply cannot. Same, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Outside of that, I'm probably not looking at uh, many of the Saints uh, receiving options. Jordan, the scorn lover of Michael Thomas. Mover Smitty, what do you say? Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah. You know, that's a tough one. Uh, Olave is the guy, I think, uh, if you're looking for a Saints receiver. Um, you know, though, in the similar way that uh, Derek was talking about um, Camara, you know, Michael Thomas may fall and be, you know, a great value and wind up winning you a championship, you know. I mean, he's got that potential. Is he going to, you know, spend three years out? He's kind of a diva, you know, is he going to fit in with, uh, with the Derek Carr program? I hope so. But, um, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I would, I guess I would take a shot further down the, further down the draft with him. Olave would be the guy that I would be interested in. And, you know, I don't know if you guys remember when we had Devery Henderson, you know, he was the speedy guy that could take the top off of uh, defenses, of course, when we had Drew Brees. But um, the Saints seem like have they've been looking for that Devery Henderson, you know, who we, ha- we had him for several years. And we, we keep, you know, one year it's this guy, one year it's the next guy. And although I think uh, Rashid Shahid is, uh, is going to 
be a good speedster for us. I don't think he's going to be like a, a fantasy, a fantasy threat, to, so to speak. Olave is the guy, really. A hundred percent. And we know Nat knows Devery Henderson because it was during the Drew Brees era. Derek, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. I don't, how, I don't know how I'll follow that up. Um, man, I, I am, I'm all in on Chris Olave. I have him as wide receiver 11. I mean, I think we just time and time again, this is bared out over the last like five to 10 years. Second and third year wide receivers are incredibly, incredibly strong bets to make both from a talent standpoint and in fantasy. You see them break out every single freaking year and considering the target shares that Chris Olave earned as well as, and I want to put this into context, just how really damn good Chris Olave is. Something I've really gravitated to outside of quarterback play, like, and you parse this out, like, what can a wide receiver control? Okay, how often he gets open? Can't throw his damn self the ball, but he can get open religiously. Chris Olave, amongst 82 qualifying wide receivers, was seventh in ESPN's open score, right behind Stefan Diggs and immediately ahead of Justin Jefferson just to put some context and respect on that man's name. So I think he could be a wide receiver one in fantasy. I will pay up and pay the iron price to get Chris Olave on my teams. Um, I think he's going to be the wide receiver one this year. I am fading Michael Thomas. I've got him in the wide receiver four slash five purgatory because whether it's health or you want to talk about what he did on the field last year, he relied on touchdowns when he was on the field, hit all of his periphery metrics we're wide receiver three-ish. Like, he had about 1.7 yards per route run, which is okay, but not great. Um, basically, that's wide receiver three territory. So, if you want to take a shot on him late in drafts, that's fine. I'm probably not going to go there. But I, I do want to point out something here. Everybody on this panel has talked about how they don't want any part of Michael Thomas. They're fading Michael Thomas. But we're also fading Alvin Kamara who do we think is going to catch passes on this damn offense outside of Chris Olave? Chris Olave. I agree with you, All but this them. also leads me <laughs> back to Rashid Shahid because if it's not Michael Thomas, if we're not high on Alvin Kamara, then who the hell is going to catch passes? Somebody's got to do it. Okay, well, Jawan Johnson, he's probably splitting routes with Foster Moreau. Shahid, again, putting respect on the man's name. Amongst 115 qualifying wide receivers last year, so at least all the wide receivers, you toss them into a bucket that had 30 or more targets last year. Rashid Shahi was third in yards per route run, and he was 24th in PFF receiving grade. That's a guy I want to invest in, especially with an upgrade of a quarterback coming in. We just all talked about how we don't want anything to do with Michael Thomas. And we're worried about Alvin Kamara. And if he's suspended, who's going to catch passes? Well, Jamal Williams can't catch passes. Kendra Miller, we don't believe that's probably his game. So, damn right. Rashid Shahid right now is amongst my top three most rostered wide receivers in best ball. And I'm about to probably about 100 drafts in right now. So, yeah, I believe in him. All right. I love it. Let's say what's up to Patriot Sports Radio. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate you. Nat, how about you? What do you think of these receivers? I am super high on Olave. I may be down on Camara, but I am super high on Olave. Um, and you know what, Derek, you you're correct with what you said. I was listening to what you were saying about Camara, and you are right. You know, um, you know, I think he he's like Jamal Williams is not a good pass catcher. 
um, Kamara Stone is. Hands. Yeah, he right. But and Kamara is so we might just be overthinking it, and he might just be like go back to being who who we know he is with better quarterback play. This is absolutely true. Also, um, with this offense as well, you have Mike Thomas, you have Kamara, you have Olave. Those are those are going to be the three main guys, absolutely. And I think it's just going to open it up, you know, for for Olave, which is why I'm so you know huge on him because I think that you're still going to have to obviously check, you know, Mike Thomas, and you're still going to have to check Kamara. And I think Olave just has WR one written all over him, you know. And I think that there's going to be enough attention to go around where Olave is just going to go off. I mean, if you think about it, last season I, I believe it was a thousand yards, maybe a thousand forty yards, seventy two or seventy five receptions or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe about four touchdowns with Indy Dalton. I mean, you give him a better quarterback now, you know, and a more stable offense. It's 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 up from here. So I am huge on on Olave. I really wanna, I really wanna say he's gonna be uh, ten. You know, I receiver ten. Ooh wee, that's can, big can I can I pose a question there. to everybody? Sure. Over under ninety receptions for Olave. Where y'all at? Over. I'm say over, yeah. Over. Okay. I think so we're all. He's gonna over. catch close to a hundred damn balls. He's a wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. day, all day. I'm definitely looking for some Chris Olave for sure. All right, so we're not here all night. Let's combine the last two positions: tight end and defense. Uh, don't wanna, I don't want to like I'm skipping over the Saints defense because honestly, if there's a defense I'm looking for, this might be one of them. Already good, um, you know, good defense with a. Um, we talked about the strength of schedule or not strength of, but we talked about what the schedule looked like with the other NFC South opponents. With the AFC South, it looks like a good defense, at least a roster on your fantasy squads. Jawan Johnson, you know, listen, I wish t- I wish Nick was here because he's a Jawan Johnson lover. He loves Jawan Johnson. Finished tight end 11th and half, uh, half point PPR um, last season catching 42 passes for uh, 508 yards and seven TDs. You talked about the upgraded QB um, immensely. Again, why would he not get any better? Not that I, I see Derek Carr. Um, again, we talked about the 100 catches with Chris Olavi, so there's just so many ways this ball can go around. And, of course, the X factor of Taysom Hill. I will just say this. Um, last year, I felt like Taysom Hill was that really – cool drug you did when you were a kid and you've just been chasing the dragon ever since because that's basically what happened you get all he gets you all uh all excited with this big game and then you go chase the dragon with him the rest of the season because then it's like oh no where did all those points go so i i don't know really where to put Taysom hill to be honest with you um since sean payton's gone i'm not sure how much or how well he's schemed in this particular offense so Anyway, I'm just not sure on Taysom Hill. I like Juwan Johnson. And again, Saints D, I'm high on as well. Justin, what say you? Uh, he had 11 touchdowns last year with Dennis Allen. So I think he's schemed in pretty well in this in this team. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think Juwan Johnson is a... Uh, oh, shit. What happened? Oh, no, no, no. You're right in the- it's just going down low. Sorry. Got to make this real quick because I think I'm going to go out in a second. Um, I think Jawan Johnson is tight end 12. Uh, this is going to be a big year for him. I think Derek Carr loves his tight ends. I mean, Darren Waller was absolutely one of his favorite targets on the field, even with DeAndre or uh, Devontae Adams there. 
And then this defense, I mean, you're playing the NFC South and the AFC South. Why not? I mean, I think it's a it's a great defense to have, especially if you're like streaming defenses. So I would definitely stream them if they're playing the Texans, the Titans, the Jaguars, the Bucks, the Falcons, the freaking Carolina Panthers. That's a lot of games right there. That's yeah. nine games right there that I would play them. So, yeah, I would definitely yeah. roster them and stream them. Definitely worth a roster. I think, in fact, we've talked about it. I think a lot of these NFC South defenses are good to throw on your fancy rosters. Jo- uh, jo- uh, excuse me, Jordan, what do you say? Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of what Justin said. I'm all about streaming uh, this defense for sure. If there's a rookie quarterback playing this year, um, the New Orleans Saints defense is going to get to play against them. So they should be eaten all year long. Um, I also really like Jawan Johnson. I, I don't think I'm tied into Levin high on him, but I'm, I'm definitely in that 13 range with him. I uh, think he is going to take another step up this year. I could see a little bit of touchdown regression because I think that Chris Olave will get a little bit more touchdown attention, but I think Justin hit the nail on the head with the Waller comparison. Derek Carr absolutely loves his tight ends, and I think he will absolutely feed Jawan Johnson. Understood. Derek, what say you, sir? What say you, sir? Uh, Taysom and Jawan are tight end twos for me. Uh, I think they could split routes. Uh, I think they both could, could get on the field depending on how much 12 personnel we, uh, the saints run this year. Um, so they're fine. If you want to tack them on for correlation and best ball, that's fine. But in redraft, I don't care about either one of them. Um, now, as far as the New Orleans saints defense, Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to be drafting them everywhere. I'm just going to read off the first six games <laughs> they get this year. They play Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. They play Bryce Young and the Panthers. They play Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers, the Buccaneers, and doesn't matter who the hell they're going to start. They're going to be shit-tastic. <laughs> and then they get Mac Jones and the Patriots, and then they get the Houston Texans and a rookie in C.J. Stroud. So, yeah, six games. That's what you want out of a defense. You draft them. They're literally going to be in your lineup for six straight games, and you don't have to worry about it until they play the Jaguars in week seven. Yeah, draft all the Saints defense, baby. Set it and forget it. And by the way, when did we ever think we'd say until they played the Jaguars? Wow. All right, now let's say you. I'm with Derek on that one with that defense. I mean, he. I was going to read off the, those games as well because I'm like, yeah, I want all of the Saints defense. You know, you say the Jaguars, but I think it's just it's going to be a really good game. I still think the defense plays very well. And then you, you kind of got to go back. They got the Colts. They got the Bears. You know, the Vikings. What are they going to look like this year? Um, you know, so – uh, obviously, they have Justin Jefferson over there, you know, but, you know, they got some differences over there, too. They, they look a little, little different right now. So um, then they got the Falcons. So we're just looking at the Jaguars. Really? This this defense is, is going to be hot this year. Um, I think they're going to get after it. You know, then they got the Lions, you know, the Panthers, the Giants. I mean, people, come on. Then the Falcons again. Um, th- yeah, this this defense is going to be on. Um all year um even the games that you that that you you know that we know teams are better quarterbacks are better i still think this defense is going to be very good um way better than last year and as far as the tight ends i want nothing to do with either one of them uh i don't like either one of the options uh because although Derek carr loves his tight ends 
New Orleans is different, man. As long as Taysom Hill's name is on something, I can't trust anything because you will think that it's the Juwan Johnson game and Taysom Hill has two touchdowns, you know, taking away everything. So I just, it's one of those toss ups and it's not a gamble I'm willing to take. So heard that. All right. Mover Smitty, finish us off. What do you say on tight end and defense? Tight end. Um, so I'm, um, yeah, yeah, on uh, Johnson and, and Taysom Hill, uh, Nat's exactly right. You just never know what he's going to steal from everyone else. But the Saints defense is just going to eat him up. It's just – I don't even know why we need to play the season. They're just going to eat everybody up. It's going <laughs> to be so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to see – I can't wait to see what uh, what the new guys coming in are going to do. But um, I always felt like Davenport was a little bit of an anchor – not a good anchor. I mean, the kind of anchor that's dragging you down and not uh, not holding you up. And and um, I, I'm kind of glad that he's gone. And I'm just so excited. There's so much excitement with the Saints D. And like Derek said, for six games, you can not you don't even think about your defense. They're just there, you know. And probably for more than that, um, I, I'm very high on the Saints D. Yeah, see, again, this is why we do the summer tour because I could see them springing straight up into my rankings after we've gone through all this. Listen, guys, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. It's a pleasure having all of you in, talking about your New Orleans Saints. Should be an exciting season um, in the NFC for you guys. So good luck to you, and thank you guys once again. Don't forget, everyone, follow, subscribe, get all their great content. For us, hit that subscribe button, the like, hit that notification bell. We appreciate all of you guys. Tomorrow, we're in sticky hot Atlanta. That'll be a fun night tomorrow night. Get ready for it. We'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you, and we are out.